Have you ever heard of liquid death? If not, you're in for a treat. Well, not really, but that is sort of a play on words because it is water in a can. Literally water in a can that has risen to a multi-billion dollar valuation by using the marketing tactics of beer and energy drinks. As a follow-up to yesterday's episode, we'll discuss how they've integrated their NFTs into e-commerce via Shopify. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So there are two different ways to look at sales. It's either transactional or relational. Transactional is just communicating in ways that moves the customers towards a purchase, a sale. Everyone is just a number. But then relational is actually building a relationship, taking the customer on a journey. And as Water in a Can does exactly that. First of all, Water in a Can is a fairly new concept. Normally, we're used to seeing things in plastic bottles, but Liquid Death turned all that upside down. They don't have born marketing. The can actually looks like an Ed Hardy t-shirt or a tattoo shop. They say it is Death Mountain Water. The slogan is, it will murder your thirst. A lot of their marketing and social media content features blood, guts, weapons, and hardcore heavy metal. Everything about this brand is a giant meme. They have sweet, soft music playing in the background, cuss words, swords flying, all sorts of things. But the name Liquid Death actually comes from the death of plastic bottles. Long story short, this is a sustainable water company in the sense that aluminum is usually recycled a lot more than plastic bottles. Most of plastic bottles end up in landfills. So the idea that these plastic bottles are actually causing death and death to plastic bottles helped to launch the idea for this brand, which was completely bootstrapped by the founder with $5,000. And the goal was to make their friends laugh and also make a statement. He found it absolutely ironic that the most unhealthy products on the market We're using these safe, nice, wholesome marketing tactics, and he thought it would be extremely funny to take the most healthy product in the world, water, and use some of those crazy marketing tactics and just raise the bar to a different level. So with $3,000, they propelled themselves to have a bigger Facebook following, social media following than all the big water brands. And at that point, they realized they had something on their hands. This was even before they even had a product for sale. But once they realized there was a demand for it, they started to sell online. But of course, Selling water online is not very profitable. People want their water. They want it now. So they decided to get it out in people's hands. But of course, liquid death and a can with tattoos and all that stuff is very hard marketing to Walmart and some of these big stores. So they ended up going directly to bars and people thought it was just so funny. Of course, some people might be the designated driver or whatever it might be. And they want to have a can in their hand that didn't necessarily scream that I'm not drinking. And these crazy liquid death can did exactly that. But after that, they ended up in Whole Foods, Target, and all over the place. But of course, this is not a purely business show. Yes, it is nifty business, but of course, I have to integrate the whole NFT thing. I started off this thing by saying that it's either transactional or relational. Well, the thing that we're seeing right here in the NFT business is that the founders that are looking at the transaction as the end goal are the ones that are failing. Those projects quickly go up, the marketing fizzles out, the community disappears. And the floor price falls. And before you know it, that founder or that company, the team fading into the background, never to be seen again. However, entrepreneurs, founders, whatever you want to call them that realize that there is a relationship that has to be built within this also do this by telling stories. Now, as I just explained, these guys are selling water in a can. They have built out this multi-billion dollar brand. They're telling the story. And of course, with all the memes and all those references that I just mentioned, the NFT market had to be a very attractive look to them. So staying true to their brand and their fans, they started the Murderhead Death Club. 
Now, there's all sorts of references and things like that that I'm not even really go into all the details, but long story short, this thing actually launched about a year ago with 6,666 tokens. Of course, there we go. There's a lot of references there. And it's a whole bunch of heads that have been severed in some order of way. They have smiles on and they're laughing. It's very playful. But as the name implies, murder death heads. So these are chopped off by swords, maces, you name it. All sorts of interesting things, but they all have a smile. They look like they're having the time of their life. And this is not appealing to everyone, but it is definitely going to their core demographics. So it's going to what's on their website as far as the owner of benefits, of course, the community. There's going to be a social club. You can tune into the radio to hear the DJ. There's going to be access to real in-life experiences, such as festivals and private parties. They have something called Murder Mondays, where they have the community announcements, the news. They celebrate members. They give away one-of-one merchandise, mini fridges, and so much more. And then they're working with other projects and communities to have them on their mint passes and so forth. So you can get into different things, get airdrops and so forth. But also there's celebrity access. On the website, you see Wiz Khalifa, the rapper, but also they had different ones with Discord hangouts with them, performances and so forth. And last but not least, the Liquid Death VIP. The holders of the Murderhead have access to all things Liquid Death, including new product drops, exclusive merchandise, ultra rare art, retail deals, and much more. So a lot is going on here. And from top to bottom, they have stayed true and true to their brand. The water itself is a big meme. All of their marketing, they go to their YouTube channel, their social media. It is just like they were built for Web3. But of course, as I said, tying into everything from yesterday, the episode about Shopify, they also have e-commerce. So of course, their website is open to everyone that can buy their merchandise and so forth. However, there is an integration that you can tie in directly with your wallet which then opens up for exclusive merchandise, discounts, and so forth. So when I said this whole thing, either transactional or relational, this is a perfect example how a brand can continue their storytelling throughout the entire process. Because first of all, this is water in a can. This is not some sort of revolutionary new product changing the world. Well, I guess you could say they are changing the world because who had ever thought of this, right? Absolutely marketing it like their beer and energy drinks. But they are telling a story that resonates with a very specific audience. And I think in many cases, that's what NFT communities are not doing. They're just trying to sell the NFT to just anyone that is willing to purchase it, whether they have ETH or Soul, whatever. Hey, come on in. We'll take your money and just mint one of these and join the awesome community, right? No thought was really ever given into the entire story. Now, as far as this right here, their merchandise and everything, it really is a very specific story, a very specific person. This is not going to appeal to my mother whatsoever. In fact, they might have a hard time catching my attention if I wasn't just a marketing nerd and looking into NFTs and all sorts of things. But the 18, 19 year old guy that is in college will definitely gravitate towards this more than Fiji water. I could tell you that. But when you think about it, water sales in general is one of the biggest and best marketing ploys ever done. Because since the beginning of time, water has been free. Depending where you are, you might not have well water, you might have municipal water, but generally speaking, the majority of the world gets their water for absolutely free. But somewhere along the line within the last, I don't know, maybe 50 years or so, someone came up with the bright idea of bottling and branding water, telling some sort of story, whether it is Fiji coming from the quote unquote purest place on earth, Avion or Avion, however you pronounce that, French water from up in the Swiss Alps melting snow and all that stuff. Just great stories that is being told behind these waters. And each of them, depending whether it is the Poland Springs or the lifespan alkaline water that's very popular here in Jamaica, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. At this point in time, there is someone telling some sort of story that's going to get someone to purchase one brand over the another. But at the end of the day, yes, 
They might have a little variations here and there, but water is water. But the reason why people are willing to pay, let's say, $10 for a bottle of water or 50 cents for a bottle of water, it's all about that branding, that story that's being told. So one of the interesting things with all this, bridging it all back together now with Shopify, this NFT project, and this water in a can, aka liquid death, it's all about that relationship that is being built with that customer or that holder. And right now, if you look on the floor price of this project, this is not like something that's mooning. It has fallen quite a bit. However, understanding the fact that the relationship that they're building with these water buyers, for the most part, is what makes this very interesting. And here's the thing. I think they're going to actually circle around and probably down the line actually see a little resurgence of this project as more of their water drinkers probably come around and decide to get into Web3, see these NFTs and so forth. But generally speaking, the people that have minted this and purchased this up to this point are the early DGENs. And what it has done is it actually has marketed their brand to people that probably never would have heard about it. But in the long run, the people that are their diehard fans, once they find out about Web3 NFTs and so forth, maybe even five years down the line, this project might very well have a resurgence. And what does it do? It just continues the story of that brand, adding more value to their customers. And in return, it's going to cause their customers to turn around and spend more money with them. So I think this is a very interesting way a business has adopted Web3 technology and should be a good case study within the next few years. But I'd love to know, have you seen any other brands that have some interesting integrations of NFTs? I know there's countless companies coming into this space. So of course, I'm not going to see everything. So whatever it is that you're excited about, I'd appreciate it if you shared it with me. I'm at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.